AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
This episode of The Fighting Cock is dedicated to the memory of Hugo Egiog. I mean, it's just fucking sad. It's it's a very, very sad thing. He's 44 years old. Um, no, no one expects that to happen to anyone who's as athletic as he, he, he was. He'd been in football, was fit. Um... You know he's 44. It's a it's a terrible thing. He leaves behind a child. He leaves behind his wife. And we all lived through that 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 game against Chelsea, and, and it's a shame that we lost. But you know a lot of people talk about things paling into insignificance when people lose their lives, and 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 for for all all Spurs fans, it was a real loss. To, 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 to lose that game it felt painful to lose against Chelsea but when you actually think about who actually has lost something in the last week it's not Spurs fans really it's, it's um, Egiog's family and um, you know I, I've got nothing to say really other than it's a terribly sad thing um, so yeah very much so this episode of the Fighting Cock is in the memory of, of, of Egiog and um, we hope and um, pray that his family are are able to get past this really difficult time. Uh, yeah. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt. Welcome back to the Fighting Cock, Charlie Parrish and Ted Riley. Bardi, you've just finished your marathon. We'll talk about that in the second half, mainly because T thinks that's what we should do. He writes a running order and he said, let's talk about that in the second half. It doesn't matter that you've done 26.2 miles for Wave Charity. And he sent me a link today via Facebook saying... Um, about people that start talking about the London Marathon, just bringing it up in conversation. So he really doesn't want me to where's, talk Where's about your it. medal? I thought you'd have your medal on. No, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Matt Gottrell. I'm not bringing him my London Marathon. They gave away 40,000 of these things. A friend of, a friend of, sorry, a friend of mine who will remain unnamed actually um, has put a medal on his Instagram as if he had run the London Marathon to try and impress girls, which I thought was quite funny. I think having, you need to name him. Now. Having said that, he did put the link for the charity in, so it means yeah. more money to go to a charity then. Do you ever run a marathon, Ted? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Um, Bardi might have inspired me. I may be thinking mm. about it for next year. Really? Mm. Oh, it hasn't yeah. inspired me at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've had longer with Ted today. So, um, what, yeah. <laughs> it's a brainwashing. Yeah, When I just got here, you, you said to me, fancy a bit of that next that year? Was, I'm like, <laughs> fuck no, I saw the state of you. Your legs pulled. What that is, is getting the seed and just throwing it and seeing where it lands. And yeah. now, now I know where the seed is. I need to get the right fertiliser and start, <laughs> start working on you. Um, Charlie Parrish, how have you been, mate? I've been all right. It's been a while. It has been um, a while. I guess it's been a while since Spurs have had a crushing defeat. So yeah, we know who to call when to talk about I'm something. I'm here to soothe... <laughs> and uh, just get some sort of closure and sort of catharsis myself. I didn't want to do this podcast for the first time in six years, nearly six years. I just didn't want. I did, I'm really good at just putting to bed bad results. And on the day, because I was drunk, I was like, I'm over it. Within about an hour, I've it finishing. Mm. And then I woke up in the morning. I weren't over it at all, Ted. I, 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 it was worse. Yeah. It was the Arsenal result for me. That I was I was doing all right until lunchtime, and then 
all my in-laws are Arsenal fans and I was uh, I was hanging hanging out with quite a lot of them on, uh, on Sunday were they watching the game? they were watching the game we were actually in, we were visiting sort of their nan in hospital so I couldn't even like act like I wanted anything other than an Arsenal win really because mm. I was having to be, be nice um, any part of you think at least I mean there is a silver lining in that yeah yeah but that didn't last very long that was uh, that was about 10 minutes of feeling like a better person I just I'm having trouble handling the fact that Arsenal have like been diabolical this season and they're probably gonna walk off with some silverware they won't be Chelsea there's, there's no way from what we saw what Conte did to us he's not gonna he won't allow Arsenal to beat them I'm I have full faith in Chelsea it was a very um, it was a like depressingly kind of savvy game management from Conte wasn't yeah. it he had it, he had us right where he wanted us brought on Hazard and Costa and down we went I mean it was he couldn't have played it any better really I mean Conte's not a um, he's not like a, a new manager he's been there He's been in title runnings, he's won trophies, he's gone league seasons unbeaten, he's managed at international level at major tournaments and um, he's a very savvy manager and he he managed the game well. And Pochettino, as much as he is brilliant, he's still learning and I think think we're just going to have to chalk down a lot of what happened on Saturday to another learning experience and hopefully we'll build on that for the rest of the season. We've got a question from Hotspur Hugh and he says, what's the point in anything anymore? (laughs) 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 <laughs> it was a great I question feel you brother um, yeah uh, look I, I th- there's nothing quite like a damaging defeat like that to one of your rivals to really kind of question the point of life mm. um, and I've been there before particularly because it was without harking back to it then watching Arsenal experience that joy that I really felt we were I mean, you can't going to have without harking back to it and then just hark back yeah, to it. That's, that's, that's <laughs> kind of, kind of my I wouldn't even thought about it. I didn't think we'd actually <laughs> talk about that. Oh, right, that's enough. Stop then. bringing yeah, it right, up. <laughs> um, I'll go at half time. <sighs> stay, but just don't. <laughs> Ted, you got anything? Yeah. Well, what's the point of anything anymore? Yeah. Question. Well, it's North London Derby on Saturday. It's six, six big games. Hello. Nice. Look at that. That's it. I'm, I'm feeling like obviously it's a it's a horrible, damaging defeat. I think I've been every time I've been on it. I think I've bored everyone saying how much I think we need to win the trophy, and it's mm. not going to be the FA Cup this year. But could be the league though. There's yeah. still six big games. Still six big games to play for. Like we, you know, including the last. It looks like the last on North London Derby White Hart Lane. So let's 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 get into it. Chelsea play tomorrow. They could lose. And then if we beat Palace, fucking who gives a fuck about the semi-final? Anyway? That's one point. That's <laughs> one, point. one point. I mean, it ain't going to happen, and then but they, it's one point. And then they leaving go the to... league by two points come the end of the weekend. Yeah, exactly. They go to Everton. Shit! <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> if they lose, we win <laughs> midweek. Imagine! They've got Everton away on the weekend. Yeah. and Well, they've got Southampton at home, which isn't a... You know, you never know which Lads, Southampton's going to turn, turn up. up. Lads, yeah. that, that, would be, that would be the remedy. That would be yeah. the remedy, yeah. And then some. Mm-hmm. More, yeah. I mean, that, that would be cutting... That would be, that would be like a 12-point game In on like Chelsea. three weeks. <laughs> Can you imagine beating Arsenal to go clear at the <sighs> top of the table? <sighs> but anyway, Southampton have got to beat Chelsea. Yeah. And we've got to beat Palace, which is a yeah, tough but, game. Yeah, but we're talking about it like it's possible. And of course it, it's possible. It's all possible. It's all possible. And Big big Sam's talked about having to rest quite a few yeah. of his yeah. big boys. Well, me and me. He said they can't play... 
three days after putting that much effort in. Me, me and Barry just talking about this. He's, you know, they again loads of men behind the ball against Liverpool. They managed to get the result. But yeah. He says they're tired, and now he's got two home home, home games coming up: one against Spurs, one against Burnley. Either one of them will get the forty-one points and probably safe. You probably put your eggs in the basket and go for Burnley. Probably, worst, worst. probably. That's what he says he's going to do. The thing is, they are safe. They got thirty-eight points. Yeah. that will keep them up. They are top of the form table. Well, it was us. It no, was no, us. We're, we're still. We, we haven't lost in the league, have we? No, no, but we didn't play on the Saturday. Oh, oh no! Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're top. But still, this is going to Palace. It's not like we're going to fucking Juventus Stadium or we're going to the New Camp. It's going to Palace. It's, it's all right. It's it's. For why are you going, doing this? For why, going, are you, no, why are you all positive? I'm positive. being positive. It's not, it's not positivity, it's delusion. If you're going to go, <laughs> I'd rather go to a, an away, to, away game at Palace who are on form than go to play Bayern Munich who are on form away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Exactly, so it's not... It's all right. So it's the fixture I really fear in the Premier League. Yeah, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Arsenal, but I'd rather be playing Arsenal than Barcelona. I would. I'd okay, I, I see. I see your point, but it's Palace away, you know. Mate, stop it. It's going to be hard. I think any way we look at it, it'd be they, hard. The last seven games, they're, they're the best league, best team in the league. I'm sure they've lost one or two. They have lost. They lost to Southampton. They've lost one to Southampton away, where they were terrible. They've drawn one and they've won six. They're, they're definitely picking. They are. <laughs> making stuff up. I think. I, I think at the moment they're very much picking their battles, aren't they? And the yeah. hope for us is that, as, as Ted yeah. just says, they've got two home games in three or four days. Mm. This one is just a free hit for them I reckon mm-hmm. and, I agree, yeah. and if by some blessed miracle we don't have to see Benteke or Zaha you know you'd, you'd, as Barney says I think we go in there chest, chest puffed out and mm. we can do the business there's no need for us to be worried no. about this game even the if they're full play. strength I mean I, I, I looked at him for there's no Hazard and there's no Costa <laughs> well, there was Hungman Son at left wing back well, <laughs> let's, let, let's talk about this because this is this is the kind of this is the problem, isn't it? Um, the, the, there was some school of thought, and I'm kind of in that, that school of thought, to be fair, that Pochettino at this stage is beyond criticism. Just leave him be. Mm-hmm. You actually hate Pochettino. Right? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. You loathe him. I, I, you want him out of the club. Quite, I, mean, I saw you using hashtag Poch out <laughs> shortly after the game. You, actually, you weren't using it on Twitter, you were just screaming it at the Wembley crowd. <laughs> dragged off topless. No. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swinging punches at everybody. Um, no, no, I mean, it's a, so, so we. <laughs> I, I, I looked at the start up line, a starting lineup, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. Like, are we playing three at the back, or are we going to have four at the back and Fatongan? Playing on the left hand side and, and, and Son being able to do what he, he has to do, but no, it wasn't. It was it was very much Son on, on uh, as, as a left wing back, as you said, Charlie. Never played there before in his life. Um, it's not even left footed. He's not left footed. <laughs> he's, he's a striker, basically. It, he's, it, it, yes, yeah, he's a striker. He scored eight goals in what five or six games, so he's arguably the most informed player in the country mm. as an attacker. Yeah, but what, what, what would you have done? With, I, would have, with I, would have, I mean, like you, I looked at that lineup and I just assumed that uh, Jan Vertonghen, who has played in international tournaments and excelled at left back, mm. as well as playing, you know, exceptionally well mm-hmm. for us on more than one occasion at left back during his career, with us would slot in at left back. Our, you know, devastating attacking foursome. Yeah. Would stay intact, and we would we would play as we've been playing. And Eric Dyer and 
uh, Toby would would just play centre backs. That's did, what I presumed. It did seem the logical step. I mean, we were talking about Son is our probably our most influential player at the moment, keeping him in the team, but. If keep, I don't want to keep him in the team and play him as a defender. I don't think that's what he was thinking. I don't think he was, let's keep him in the team and play him as a defender. There, we had, there was arguments that um, playing him there kept Moses quiet, and it did for the most part. But then when <laughs> oh, you well, win the penalty. That's what I mean. That's what I was getting to. Which but, was the longest. Sorry, go on, go on. But when you get to a game against two teams who are supremely talented, it is those kind of one-second decisions yeah. that, that change games like this. Yeah. And Son would never have been in that situation no, in, in his entire career. The longest really. challenge. Oh yeah, slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, like, I was so, in a car crash. Moses was... had a good like fifteen seconds to decide if he was going to fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like Sun was on black ice. He went. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in a skid and he, couldn't, he couldn't control it. It was. I was. I was, I was, I was so I was right up in, in, in the top tier, mm. literally right next to that that thing, and. and you just saw him as soon as Moses so Moses had control of the ball it wasn't even like they were challenging <laughs> and it was like 50-50 he had control of the ball and someone was like I'm having this I'm, I'm having this and he just started sliding and he was sliding and I was going no because you can see and if I can see yeah. someone who's been in, completely engulfed in playing football surely but then He's never had to make that kind of challenge in his no. entire and if career. He has. He's certainly not done it in a penalty area. You know, he's doing it. I don't know. Hindsight's obviously one thing and everything. I'm assuming that there must have been a problem with David. I don't think. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah, he, he didn't like, warm up once. Yeah, yeah he was in jam. Despite you know us playing some of the best football I've seen Spurs play, I wouldn't describe Pochettino as a gung ho manager. I don't think he's going to bring in a, a forward play left wing back. But I think there was a problem there with Davis, and he was like, right, I need to keep the system. But played Trippier there, it's kind of the same thing going inside. You know, Son might be able to, to pin Moses back. I sort of see that logic, but again, it's the one on one situations. Again, you said two high quality teams, split second decisions. Mm. That's what's cost us. And like we, three of those goals we gave away were avoidable, not just the Son penalty. Yeah. I, I also see the logic as people were kind of countering me when I was ranting away. And on Wembley why waiting to get on the tube for hours on Saturday <laughs> like, I, I see the logic in not breaking up um, Toby and Jan because they're the best centre-back partnership in the country what I, do you I do have, well as I said I, I also think we have an, an incredibly capable centre-back in Eric Dyer who could have very easily con- again considering I mean hindsight's a wonderful thing and I suppose yeah. Pochettino wouldn't have known that Costa was going to be dropped but Dyer's dealt with Costa perfectly well in the past as well so uh, was there not an element of the, the lineup you thought that so, so there was one moment where we managed to overload them on the left hand side where Son broke through mm. on that left hand side from wing back I, I wonder if I wonder if Pochettino thought that if we managed to control the possession which we did and I get that that doesn't win you games and, and Leicester won the league on with 37, 37% average possession but if we were able to control it and get Son on the ball on that left hand side where he's completely comfortable with the ball that we could overload them um, there would be too much creativity and, and there was one instance where it worked in the second half but I turned around to my dad and said Look, that, that, that worked once but we are we're getting pillaged uh, Moses is having, having days you know fun for days and uh, I, I wonder if he thought that this was an opportunity for him to try something different and it didn't work out I think in hindsight I would have preferred four at the back but we've been so good with three at the back all season. 
But you can't play three at the back if you don't we, have a left wing. We spoke in extra inch this week. You can't play three at the back if you don't have the right players. You can, it's not something mm. you can just impose. And we mentioned about Oxley Chamberlain being able to play in a wing back role, but they're very, he's a very different player to Son. We should have gone. What, for, we should what, have gone. So where, where is that from? Though? Is that because the last game, two games, they played three at the back and they've won both? Yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah, in both. Very lucky. He has been good though, so Chamberlain. Yeah, he I has think. been good. He's, 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 he looks like he could turn into a very, very decent. He's a good footballer. Do you, to, do you want to buy him to replace Carl Walker? He's definitely leaving the club. <laughs> no, I don't want. We're to. going to come on to Carl Walker. He's Ooh. not. He's not leaving. I better not be. <laughs> um, or, or what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so single malt suds sent the question we kind of just answered it so, so thanks for that mate uh, in spite of the <laughs> yeah he, I would just like just to say me. he wrote a really nice article today which we've got, just posted up on the website and he said by um, by our starting son we, do, we took away the fact took away our most impactful substitute yeah I thought that at the time so like we, they had Hazard and Costa who could come on and make an impact and when we've been in trouble in games it's been son that we've turned mm. to but by starting Sun in, a, in the wrong position, we lost that kind of fear factor from the bench. And as you saw as the game went on, we had no one, no game changers. There's no plan on the bench. B, was Well, hold on, sorry. And could you come on? Yeah, we had no game changers he, on the he, bench. He ran past someone when we were two goals down. He was right. He did his he, little he thing. did all right, it's fine. It's all going to be fine, lads. All going to be fine. Is it, it, we're all, it sounds like we're all quite still hurting from it. Was, it was tough, man. That was a. Tough ninety minutes of football. Did you did you find Ted? Did you find come half uh, become by, by full time coming around? Uh, for me, I was in a state of shock a little yeah. bit. Not because I've seen Spurs get battered by Chelsea. Mm. I've seen us lose to Portsmouth five one in a semi final. Yeah. It was five one. Yeah. Right, we yeah. couldn't agree whether it was five nil or five one last five last week. Scored, right, yeah. so I well, we've been battered. Right, yeah, we got beat by Portsmouth. We got relegated yeah. that, season, yeah. that that year. I was more. I couldn't compute what what had gone on. I know a lot. I met people after the game, and they were saying, you know, they scored four. That the Conte's system perfectly suited what what was going on. They would give us possession, but usually, you it doesn't matter whether you have five, five shots on on target in any game doesn't result in four goals. Mm. Well, that was the thing. Every time it seems sort of every attack they had, they sort of scored from, and it was, it was so de- it was so deflating. But you know. Three subs they brought on some cost the hazard and Fabregas. I mean, that's not a fine margin. Two good teams like that. That does change things. Yeah. You saw when Hazard got on the ball and running at people and Fabregas. I hate them both equally. But did you, is, that, is, that, is that how you reconciled it? Then did, did you not come did, away from it? I didn't reconcile it. I felt I was devastated. I was devastated. I was so I, I was I was shocked because every attack they seemed every attack they had they seemed to score from. You know what I mean? The first corner we had about ten corners in the first one. We had eleven to their one. Eleven to their one. <laughs> and they, they, I know we scored sort of from one, but they scored from their one. I was it was shocked because they, it come out it came out of nowhere. But um, but that, so, body like maybe you can answer this. What, I walked back and go, I don't know how we just lost that 4 2. Well, do you know, this season at Wembley, we've had 13 shots on our goal and 10 of them have gone in. So out of the 13 shots we've had against us, 10 have gone in. Norris made three saves this season at, at Wembley. Um, would you expect him to save any of those? Oh, you wanted him to get the Matic shot. He should have saved. No, I didn't say <laughs> that. Saved he should have saved the free kick. The free kick. And yeah, he, he, got, he took a step to his right. Norris doesn't really save penalties either. So I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I don't. I think he saved the penalty at Spurs. Maybe I'm wrong. But did he save one at Monaco? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Although did he miss it? 
Anyway, maybe you just anyway, missed it, yeah. Anyway, but um, I didn't think... I thought Lloris should have done a hell of a lot better on the free kick. It wasn't like Coutinho's against Palace. It was on his side of the goal as well. And he tried to well, cheat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I, I, I walked out of it thinking I don't. It felt like we were a better team. Yeah, um, we scored goals that were well worked. That we ha- we caused them problems rather than relying on mistakes. Like I know out of error, I had to make that challenge on William. Mm-hmm. Gave him a dire mistake. I lived five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of felt like errors that. I think that freaked us out, you know. I think to see Alderweireld dive in like that, which he never ever does, it sort of set a weird kind of jittery. But also, tempo. what I'm getting at here is, is that this was a, a result, potentially freak result, or maybe Conte completely played us right, and he did it in the World Cup as well. I mean, it when felt we... like a sort of tournament managerial performance masterclass, didn't it? That yeah. sort of thing that he but, did. But what I'm Spain. saying is that it, it, can we feel that um, we're deflating because we're at the FA Cup? That's one thing, but if you look at it purely in football in terms, like we lost the game, but the performance wasn't great. I mean, sorry, it wasn't bad. We were, we were good. Dembele, I thought, was fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, incredible man of the match. Uh, David Luiz was superb at the back for them. Yeah. You know, it, we were playing statistically the best player, the best team. At 2 all, I was like, we've, we've won. Was it, like, we're, the whole atmosphere in the stadium, the Spurs fans were on top. Yeah. Everything was happening in, in the way that we'd hoped. And, uh, and, and then I can't even remember who scored. Who was the third goal? Was Hazard. it? Hazard. Oh, it's Hazard. And he had, he had oh, so much base, and it went through like three players. Yeah. And, and another game that I might have hit a leg. Yeah. We were unlucky. We had we played well. Let's not get too kind of obsessed over this. Yeah. It's natural to feel upset. It is yeah. absolutely. And we got we did get beat by a, the team that we absolutely hate. And the next day that you know we had no control over, but our, our greatest rivals got through. All that is bad. But there's still six games to play for, and we are in touch of winning this league. Mm. When we beat Chelsea in January, we were good and we were faultless. We didn't make a mistake. On Saturday, we were good, but we made mistakes. Yeah, that's and it. That, in a that is what happened to us. We were still and, and most clubs make mistakes. Most football teams do. You can't. We're not, we're not used to it, particularly yeah. defensively. You can't have that was two, one of the yeah. reasons I was so shell shocked was yeah, to watch yeah, Spurs yeah. look so ragged at times. Mm. You know, to make stupid mistakes because. We're a well-oiled machine now mm-hmm. with the best defence in the country and we're not used to seeing us, you know, make silly fouls or concede stupid free kicks or whatever. There's a couple more even depressing questions which I just kind of want to leave, really. Do you want to answer any of this shit? Uh, Dembele. I don't think the semi-final... There's a question here about seven, we've lost seven, seven defeats in the semi-final. I don't think that hangs over the players because I don't think the players give two shits about that sort of I mean, thing. And even if it did... And what? they probably don't even know. Do like, yeah, Danny exactly. Ali doesn't remember seven semi-finals at Tottenham. This wasn't played. the worst either. The worst <laughs> no, was no. the Everton one when uh, oh. Daniel Amakachi oh. tore us to shreds. I think that was, was that was Klingsman's. That was Klingsman's. Yeah, that was Klingsman's yeah. We weren't supposed to be in the FA Cup that season. Yeah. We were going to win it. But uh, I think... I don't want to spend the next five minutes no, talking about no. a non-existent curse. <laughs> All right, uh, so obviously we've got Palace. Uh, we talked a little bit about them already. Um, are you nervous about that game? Do you know what? I, I think we're going to go into this game, game full of fire. Yeah, I agree. As long as Davis plays, and we don't play for it. Like as long as Davis maybe plays. Maybe that was the trick to get us all to appreciate Ben Davis. Because now I'm I like, like, I like ben, ben doing? Poch, how's Ben doing? If I'm in that presser tomorrow, I'm like, I don't give a shit about Danny Rose. Tell me how Ben's doing. Is, is he, he all right? Is he going to be playing? 
I have no, I have no, no I'm not asking you. <laughs> oh, right. <I'm> saying, <laughs> would you ever thought that we'd get to a situation where we'd be obsessed with Ben Davies' well, injury? If, our, if our other left back's injured, yeah. I mean, yeah. we only have a left back. It's got to be Vertonghen left back if the, you know he's going to let Yeah, him. yeah. Surely. Yeah, I don't think. It's sure his though. birthday today as well, Ben Davies. And Vertonghen. And, and Vertonghen. Happy 30th, yeah. Uh, yeah. But do you know what? I only and found this out. I'm sorry, this week. if you're listening, Tottenham, I don't know how old he is. So Tottenham sorry. text journalists now. They text all their journalists the injury news, so you don't, so they don't have to ask Pochettino who, who's injured, what's he they say. It, yeah, he doesn't like it. So all the journalists it's a waste of his time. Yeah, all the journalists who go to the press conference will get a text off Tottenham telling you exactly who's injured and who's who won't be um, training and stuff like that. Well, well, how long before the game? Um, I don't know I well, guess on the day and then they give them notes as well in the mm. press conference so they don't have to ask mm. it's just all written down and Danny Rose is out for X yeah. amount Lamella is out for in turn for <laughs> yeah. I mean I am just going back to Danny Rose I mean it is incredibly exciting to me that you know he who in my mind could had he stayed fit very easily being our player of the season for how yeah. well he was playing yeah. before he got that injury <laughs> up at Sunderland in January He'll be back soon. Like one of our very best players will be back, yeah, and so we could potentially be full strength, such would for the rest of the season. And we, I mean, what we've played, we've been able to play that full strength team five times. Like, five, I mean, that times. that sort of three at the back team, we played, we were able to play that against Chelsea, and then for an hour against West Brom before Jan got injured, and we've never been able to play yeah. them all together. So the chance to go into the run-in with our best eleven. I'm, I'm with Flav I think we've got loads to be really excited about fucking hell Rose was injured in January yeah, yeah January. end of January ages ago that's a long time ago the last time Ake played some football the last time who? Chelsea's Ake played some football <laughs> and Bashway I think if Danny Rose you know what happens when they come back <laughs> if Danny Rose is playing on Saturday we wouldn't have lost that game I think we would have won oh that goes without saying yeah it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's alright. I'm really excited about the Palace game. Like, I'm really excited to watch yeah. them play football again because mm. they. I really think they're going to go out there and steamroll them. I really do. And he, no. And worst case, we get a draw against Palace. Then we smash Arsenal. And then beating Arsenal, we guarantee we'll finish above them. Fuck all the Palace shit. I've just realised there's not another podcast before Arsenal. No. It's uh, just, why is it only one line in it? See, if you're listening, there's one line about the Arsenal game. <laughs> still, it's, 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 he, he just—it was his birthday on Sunday, so he's—he's he's, he's hit the. I don't know, big say how old he is. He's sixty. <laughs> <laughs> he's fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good for it. Um, how is everyone feeling about the derby? I'm feeling, My feelings haven't changed just from the loss. I mean, absolutely it's been, fucking I'm, amazing. I'm buzzing about for it. it. I'm buzzing for are you, it. Are you Ted? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're much better team than them. <laughs> we're we're going to turn up. No. I'm not scared. You're not allowed to. I think it's going to be. No. A, I think it's going to be a draw. Oh, no. nah, no, I just on. think that's the and way those games go. No, no, no. I think. I think you're right. It's a terrible result. They've got to come out and win play. every game. They've got to come out and play. The, the best. The, the, we've, we've always found it difficult to break teams down and to break a team down as good as Chelsea. What are you laughing at? No, because I'm. I, no, I was waiting for you to finish. But if they give us the space, they gave Man City. Yeah. We're gonna absolutely fucking blitz them because they were, do you know how lucky they were to win that fucking so game yesterday. Fucking jammy. I fucking hate them. The way Ericsson <laughs> is playing at the moment, if they give Ericsson uh, yeah. half a quarter of a pitch to play in, he's going to ping passes like we didn't give him credit for that alley goal. We haven't oh, thought one, one, one assist. He crossed it for Kane as well, didn't he? He has two assists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kane did all the work. Twenty assists right. in all competitions. No, he ain't. Twenty yeah. assists. But, but if they give Ericsson that much time and space, he's going to fucking destroy them. 
Kane, you know, I'm, I'm not too concerned about Arsenal. I'm not concerned about them all if they're uh, insignificant. There'll always be that nervous energy of the North London oh, yeah, derby, yeah, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not worried about them particularly. Mm. Like, it's, just, it's, it's, our, it's our game. Charlie is. I think it's annoying that we, we didn't play them like two, three weeks ago because they are going to be more confident. I they've got, le- they've no, got Leicester no. at home on Wednesday night, which they'll win. Leicester on the beach. If they, they beat, if they beat Leicester, I prefer an Arsenal which is full of confidence and they think they're somebody than an, than an Arsenal win. that turns up and they're, you know, they're a bit fucked up. They've lost a few games and this is really important. Let them win a few. Let them build up that confidence again and then they'll come open instead we, of like We need up. four points. From the next two games, yeah. Six no, points. no, no. We need four points to, to, to be above them. Oh right, sorry. Is that, is that all we need? No, we need four points for the next two games. No, we need, we need six points. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to win every game to win the league. Yeah. But we need four points. I think that's all we need. Okay. They're four, they're fourteen behind. I mean, for me, as pathetic as it is, that's still like number one priority to get that sorted because I need. That, that is not pathetic. I need that monkey off my back in order to like move on with my life. <laughs> 26, <laughs> 26 years, Charlie. It's not. It's not pathetic for anyone to want that. Yeah, and look, you look at the top four; it's wide open. That challenging, but Liverpool. They're still Arsenal, so far away from it all. Liverpool. Well, they're not now because if they win their three games in hand on Liverpool, which is Spurs. That's um, the others. Sky was quite nice yesterday. Sky did their race for the top four thing, and we weren't in it. It was Liverpool, Arsenal, City, United, Everton. It was just race for the top four. Those five, so. Seems to be we're, I think we're down off the top four And mm-hmm. we're going to finish above Arsenal I've got no doubt about it Was your so Did you I mean I sent a tweet I sent a tweet that said uh, Mind the gap you fucking slags I, Two I, weeks ago I loved it Yeah I thought it was great Did you? Yeah what's wrong with that? Mate fucking there you go I never said I, 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 was I after the Palace game You backed me up I said it first I said let's tweet this And then you just went And tweeted it Because What are you taking credit for the tweet now? No I didn't tweet it But I said like it. it I said let's tweet Sound it Sound like you planted You're saying you planted The idea in my head I'm, All I do in my life Is plant seeds in you And you see yeah. They're your ideas But You're I mad I, I, I Puppet master my, my dad was telling me how, how broken they are And I was pissed And I was like My dad talks sense More or less When it's about immigrants I can tweet this. And you did that. Well done. Don't do that. I know better than <laughs> what you. What you said was quite light when comparing what everyone else was saying about them. I mean, they were getting slaughtered left, right and centre after that Palace game. Yeah. I thought you were quite... Uh, Cheers, Ted. I thought you were quite restrained. Where are you at, Charlie? What with the Arsenal thing? Yeah, we're going to finish above. Are you confident? Uh, I don't think... I think I've still got... Would you um, have gone early like that two weeks ago? No way. I've, I've still got, like, post, in the morning, post St James's Park, like... I know, I know. Disorder. Yeah. Like, I know. This is the exact point last season where we didn't win another game. I know. Well, this is it. This is it's why fine. this team has got fine, an awful it? lot to... Yeah. It's not fine until we've done it. <laughs> it's fine. Because, it's because fine. I just think, one... And I'm not going to, like, be a doomsayer, but, like... It is on paper a like really, really, really annoying, fiddly, tricky run-in against teams who largely dislike us like loads and would like nothing more than to beat us. Better than them. We are better than them, don't get me wrong, but what I'm worried about, and I don't think it's gonna happen, I'll put that asterisk next to it. Yeah. I just think if we were to look like if Palace were to do what they did to Arsenal against us, and then Arsenal, you know, turned up and nicked to win then I'd start really stressing out. But I don't think that's going to happen. I just think this team, in order to like shake off what happened last season, because it was horrible and traumatic and embarrassing and humiliating for all fans. Being third. 
came third, but we should have yeah, should have finished above him. Should have finished above him. It, well, I mean, it was a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Six was, one against the relegated team. Five it was five. five. Wait, what? <laughs> what were you just making things worse. <laughs> Like that's six. That's right. That's that's me. That's my like. Moment I guess first person was with that element of kind of nervous of that. I think, but we really need to be positive now. There can be yeah, yeah. Like, we, we really need to be positive. Like, we're gonna be we're gonna be Paris. We're gonna be Arsenal. Are you trying to convince me? Just, just, no, just myself. No, 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 I'm I'm confident. Yeah, I'm, I am too. I am too. We are gonna fucking hand those those people their asses. No fear. I'm not. I'm not worried at all about the no, money. They're going to be terrified. The fans are going to be terrified coming in. The players are going to be terrified on the pitch. And we don't lose at home. And me so saying that. Why me saying that. Me saying that has no has no impact. But Barney, why, why? Why do you? You're so. You're so like definite about <laughs> everything, knowing full well yeah, that sure. you have no right to be. Why we not? do not lose at home. We don't lose. When was the last time we Southampton? Ages. Ages ago. A year. We've destroyed better yeah, teams. Uh, yeah. Nearly. Yeah, yeah, nearly yeah. About this time last season. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we... Oh my god, oh it's happening again. <laughs> I wasn't confident about us last season winning the league, but you know, I think we'd be okay. I'm not worried about Arsenal. Man United at home would be a more of a challenge. West Ham away would be a bit tricky, but it's Leicester it's, away. They'll want to beat us. You know, I think Leicester will be on holiday by then. Leicester fans were uh, talking about uh, giving Chelsea what Chelsea gave to them. That's, I reckon that might be what happens. But that's like, what they're talking just about. Just in terms of the point difference. And, and you know what I thought? Really, Leicester. We're second what? to last game of the season. Though, what so. have you got like? To, to, to work with uh, Chelsea well, about two teams who but what actually, won leagues and then decided to no, play no, actually, their fans and their manager they're, well, no, they're very similar when you look into it Leicester have a lot of racist fans and so do Chelsea <laughs> Le- Leicester's players as well yeah racist yeah, players oh god yeah, yeah. Ra- racist gangbangs racist <laughs> gangbangs is what Leicester were involved in the, the start of their their rise <laughs> to the Premier League that's the, first, that's the first scene in the movie isn't it is the racist <laughs> gangbang in Thailand yeah thrilled <laughs> And I'm not saying Chelsea have been involved in a racist gangbang, but they've definitely been involved in racism. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's the affinity. So what we do, football fans and, and the football community, is unite against this evil that Doesn't is happen, the, no. the Leicester and Chelsea axis of evil. Yeah, axis. Axis. Exactly. Uh, racist gangbanging axis. <laughs> that is Chelsea and Leicester. I know it's really hard, uh, Ted, when you come in and you work on these tenders and we say this sort of stuff and it's hard. Oh, no, I'm, um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for you to retweet, though, isn't it? <laughs> I mind the gap. I'll do it when... Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll do it before the game on Sunday. Yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, let's win the first half. Anyone else, what, anything else to say about uh, Chelsea before we... Uh, sorry, uh, Arsenal before we round off and listen I would to say it's going to be the... Part, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going... Me and my brother had to split between the last two games of the season. I'm going Man United and Arsenal. Yeah. Going, whoever's going to Arsenal, that is arguably going to be the best atmosphere at White Hart Lane. That's exactly what I was going to say. Ever. So just enjoy it. Fucking... And I, I did ask Ted, would he give his brother sickness, like not like a like a major disease, but would he wish illness on his brother to take his ticket? Well, we've got we're having a big boxing night on Saturday, so I might slip did you, something. Were you able to just get just give a little joke in the neck? Was it your call on choosing United over Arsenal? It was kind of not. I sort of wanted to go to the last. Um, either way, either way, you lose. Do you know what I mean? Either, well, either, both ways you win. Yeah, exactly. It's kind yeah. of it's one of those, um, but. Yeah. What would everyone else do? What would you pick if you had a choice? Arsenal. Arsenal. 
Even if Adele sings at United. Imagine that, eh? That's what the rumour is. What would she sing? Hometown Glory. Oh, of course. Yeah. That would be lovely, but yeah. I can't see it. I mean, I like Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I just came over like I'm the biggest Adele fan now. <laughs> is that a deal kind of baby? I fully respect. I, I fully respect her as a First singer. Lady of Tottenham. She has a, a magnificent singing voice, and I like Hometown Glory. That is a good tune. Hmm. But it's the fucking. It, this, <laughs> this is about Tottenham, not about a pop. The, the world famous pop singer singing a song to see the stadium out. We can all fucking sing songs. <laughs> 36,000 people can sing a song about Tottenham so we don't need someone who's really good at singing you could get Dale to sing one Spurs chant at the I know but just in theory in theory in theory come on let's have some throw in the Spurs I can't smile about you get to sing that can't smile about you maybe but this is what I'm worried about just Danny Danny Rose Danny Danny Rose just over and over again for three and a half I'm a little bit worried that the whole thing's going to become a little bit pantomime like we did with West Ham where everybody it's a bit different if it was Adele that's like the biggest pop star in the world or some taxis coming onto the pitch and some people (laughs) dancing around like West Ham It's it's not football in my opinion, yeah, we don't need a Delta. It's a lovely season. idea. I also don't think that's. I think that's just a rumor anyway. It would be Chaz and Dave. It sounds like <laughs> Chaz and Dave would, would be fine. I yeah. prefer them over Adele, and I, li- I like Adele. I like her. She's a nice. Lady. Maybe she could do backing vocals. No, maybe she sh- shouldn't be there at all. <laughs> wow, Flav what, turns on Adele. I don't turn on Adele. You can't even come and watch it. <laughs> How many home games have you been to? <laughs> we have been loyal Top to podcast host turns exactly. on. Most people can't get. To Wembley, but they can get on the fucking pitch and hasn't got a single loyalty point. <laughs> is that what I'm hearing here, Charlie? You've just confirmed that Adele was I singing. I haven't confirmed anything. That's not what I've confirmed. I don't know. It sounds like it. It's all been recorded, so you either have or you haven't. <laughs> so yeah, no editing. I've not been on this for a bit. I uh, uh, <laughs> got wind. Uh, have we got Wendy? Because he said he was ill. He wasn't sure. He's um, he's come out of it. He's all right. He's going to do his youth update. He's doing it. This is Windy, and there's no youth update this week because what happened with Hugo Ekiog in the week just transcends everything to do with youth football. Uh, I said a few words about him on the youth pod, which will be out this week, so I won't repeat myself, but rest in peace, Hugo. Quick shout-out to a friend of mine who's getting married next week, Tim Kresner. Best of luck with a big day. Though, Tim, you should have scheduled it better, really. The ceremony clashes with the North London derby. Shocking. And a little shout-out to Sam Grieg, who I met at Wembley on Saturday. Big fan of the pod and was incredibly friendly. It was nice to meet you, Sam. That's it for this week. I hope you enjoy the youth podcast with Ben and Carl, which will be out later this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much, Windy, for doing your youth update on your, on your deathbed. Well done. Unless you didn't do <laughs> it. Windy. You looked fine on Saturday. That's, yeah. Well, totally he, fine. He, he, he sent a message um, yesterday morning. Feel a bit peaky, lads. It's how he does it. He's, he's, puts a he's got the immune there. system of... Tickle s- biscuits. He's made, he's, biscuits. He's made of biscuits. <laughs> in, his, in his defence, he said, I haven't been ill for 18 months. But the last six months, I, ha- I have been... Like borderline <laughs> six-month-year-old immune system. Um, 
we're going to come on to Ted because I had a, a relatively interesting conversation about <laughs> the future. The, <laughs> not your future as an actor. Um, but Bardi completed 26.2 miles for the Waves charity yes. in, in the marathon, uh, well the London marathon. I'm more impressed with your ability to abstain from alcohol on the, during the semi-final than your ability to run that part. Yeah, I got I, I ordered a bottle of water and they gave me like a pint a pint glass of water <laughs> and I stood there on the concourse. Triggered. Everybody everybody was just going at it. The songs were amazing. It was a nice day and everybody was in a good mood and I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. It was the first time since I've, I've stopped getting... I mean, I've only not got pissed for like two months yeah. but it was the first time where I was just like oh fuck I really miss it <laughs> and my, I know my mate my mate was my mate Yago was just like have a beer I'm like was he? yeah he bought two pints and he was just like have one I'm like fuck off man that is not good friendship Yago. no and he, and he just did he, he downed both of them I was yeah. like oh good for you but I couldn't <laughs> believe he offered me a pint <laughs> how, um, how sweet did that first beer taste yesterday afternoon though um, well I had actually had percent I'm not a clean oh, shirt, really? but they brought my sister. <laughs> I like a Prosecco. Yeah, right. they, my so sister and my sister and um, a girlfriend. They they arrived at the at the meeting group at the meeting point with a bottle of Prosecco. I didn't know you. A bit, bit of a shame it wasn't champagne. You just run 26 miles. Um, my friend had champagne. Good. My sister just made Good. it a bit tight. Yeah. Wanted to splash a, splash the cash. Yeah. But it was a, it was an amazing experience from the from the moment of getting there. What was your time? What was your time? Um, three hours 48. We, we, were, we were tracking your performance. Boy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that it? Is that sub oh, four? Yeah, do sub four, yeah. yeah you're yeah, in no, the man's league. I'm really yeah. disappointed with my time, but. Uh, what? No, you said that you wanted to get sub 350. Yeah, I wanted to do between three and a half and 345, but um, I, I underestimated my speed, so I put myself in a lower pen. So when you sign up to the marathon, you tell them how fast you're going to run it. And I told them four hours. And then when they put me in my pen at Redgate, pen six, I looked around at all these other four-hour runners, and they were in, they were in, a ter- they were in terrible condition. <laughs> old men. <laughs> People old dressed ladies. as cows. <laughs> what difference does that make? Because you've got to get past the fuckers. Right, they're in the way. Yeah, so within the first 25K, I, I saw this on my stats, I ran past 13,000 people. <laughs> That is a lot of people. I, I expended <laughs> so much energy zigzagging out. I ran the marathon plus 1.1 kilometre. So, Just getting in. Yeah, so I lost. So in theory, shouldn't you be really happy with your score, not disappointed because you've just won an, ran an extra kilometre? Well, yeah. because if you look, my average yeah. pace is about five, five something a kilometre. So you, you could knock that kilometre off my off my pace. Is so, that what you've done for yourself? No, no, I haven't done no. that. So, Are you going to run it again next year? Yeah, I'd run it again. When do you, when can you apply? Um, I think I think they open in the next couple of weeks or so. Okay. We're in with the Wave Charity now. If we want to run, I'd like to do a fighting cock squad. What are you on about? A fighting cock squad. Do <laughs> 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 you want us to run with you? Oh, are you out of your oh, fucking yeah, mind? Like, like Ted, uh, Charlie, a part of the squad. There you go. Him. All right. Yeah, raise a shitload of money no, I'm not in I'm, not, I'm absolutely out at this stage <laughs> I'm declaring myself out of next year's marathon I've, I've wanted to do it I'm, I'm alright if you want in you can run for the wave charity next yeah, year I'd love, I would love to um, I, I mentioned this to them and they've got they've got a few spaces they need to fill and I think they'll be up for it. They they really like us. I had a really long chat with. But you, the you, guy. We raise, you raise a significant amount of money over two grand. It will be two grand towards the end, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well but, done, mate. Well yeah. Done. The, the funny thing was, like, there were, there were people in 
in, in trouble after five kilometres, and I, 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 have, I have no in what, idea. In what respect? What walking? Walking on five, five kilometres. I um I hit the. I've never hit the. I've never hit a wall before. I don't go on about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I hit it. I hit it. Twenty-two really, miles. Uh, Twenty-two, twenty-three miles. I fucking hit a blender. And what did you do? How did you get past? What, what, what did it feel like? Well, my left hamstring. My left hamstring was twinging a little bit, and then someone in front of me pulled up with a hammy, and I had to like put on the brakes, and Ooh. that changing of my um, yeah. motion yeah, yeah. made me stop, and my left hamstring just went, and it just went really stiff, and I had to pull over to the side of the road and just stretch it out, and there was like a bunch, there was a group of women there, and obviously I had like, laughing at you. No, 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 oh. no one laughs at these things, man. Come on, kid. <laughs> <laughs> look at that guy, he's fucked. <laughs> And I had obviously had Bardi on my shirt, and they were like, Bardi, Bardi. And I was stretching it, and they were like, Come on. And then I, I was thinking about going, they were like, No, 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 stretch it a little bit more. And I was stretching <laughs> it. They, and they cost you your time, in fact. No, 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 they were right, they were right, because I was stretching it, stretching it. And then after that, I powered back, and I got past like 300 people in that bit, but then I caught back to the so way you can find out how many people. Because you're all chipped, aren't you? So you yeah, yeah, chipped past. Amazing scenes. Well done, Barty. Absolutely massive congratulations. You've got a huge amount of effort in. We haven't heard from Darren Jackson that we promoted. Oh, I heard, I heard he, he got through it. He finished? And he finished um, just over four hours. And oh, that's he's, all right. He's really happy with his time. Good. Well, well congratulations, Darren. Uh, we're proud of you and we're proud of you, yeah. Barty. You've done an amazing thing. Um, and despite that and how proud I am, I'm not going to do it. Fight Cox Squad. Because I do not need other people's to be proud of me because I'm proud of myself or get fine cock t-shirts <laughs> which t-shirts. leads us on to like t-shirts that we're selling right so, <laughs> so Barney came, what was it walked in early and went you've got to promote the, the, the Harry Kane Big Daddy Kane t-shirt and I was like oh, I don't know it's, a bit, it's not the right time to promote it because yeah, we just lost I haven't seen it are these, are these oh, on sale now you should buy one I, yeah. I am a keen buyer of any fighting cock matches well we've got we've got uh, we've got nine days left of sales all of the t-shirts that have been on sale are available from the fighting cock the Cody K forward slash shop or forward slash t-shirts and um, yeah so we've got nine days with our current suppliers before their website shuts down and they're relaunching and whatnot Mm -hmm. so there'll be a couple of months before we can sell anything Um, but they're a good bunch and they do a good job so we're going to stick with them but yeah if you want one of the t-shirts that have been out there specifically the the Big Daddy Kane one which we're proud of um, yeah, get it from the, the URL I just gave fightcock.co.uk forward slash t-shirts and uh, yeah you've got six days to get them if you don't do it now it, um, by the time we record next uh, it'll be done be okay. alright uh, alright okay so it's th- uh, the news Tottenham Tottenham news Tottenham news so these are things that have been going on in the media currently we, we read through them and discuss it as as we go, so the first one, David, uh, so Carl Walker holds talks with Mauricio Pochettino over Tottenham future as Man City and Man United circle. So where are you at? So there's a lot of rumours going around. Carl Walker didn't start last week, uh, last weekend. Uh, Kieran Trippier did. It, it, there seems to be kind of melting pot of feeling around Carl Walker. There's rumours about his his family wanting to move back up north. Where, where, where are you at? How, how bad would that be? Um, I think it would be it would be a real blow. I think the same as Rose, who are, I'm, out of the out of the players right now, I imagine they're the two most vulnerable 
Because they're are, northern. Because they are. They, yeah, I know Rose in particular goes up north whenever he yeah. can. Um, I think Walker's the same. He loves Sheffield. Loves being up with, up with his family. Um, however, they are both like two of the truest sort of <coughs> Pochettino proponents for Pochettino. Yeah, player, kind yeah. of acolytes. Like they adore yeah. him. Um, but I imagine what are they both twenty six? They're probably looking at this summer. Maybe if Man City or someone come in and say, look, we'll pay you 180 grand a week. What do you want at Spurs? 70 grand a week. You know? Barcelona need a right back and they've been tracking Walker, apparently, according to reports. Sheffield's nearer. It's time for Sheffield United. The thing is, this, I, my brother did say he was like he was always worried about those two because of the because of the. I mean, Daniel Rose. The thing is, like, I'm a I'm an honorary Cockney now, <laughs> only London. The thing about this thing is, they signed contracts last year and they were pretty happy to do that. Then we're well protected. I don't think we should be selling to our rivals, let alone teams who are below us in the league. And I know the money on the table. I, I do get that, but we should be doing business with. Any English any club. any English club yeah. like they wouldn't do business. Do you think they City don't. or United would you know give us Sane or Rashford? Like no. So I, why I should think, we? I think both of them are aware of that. They understand they're a, a great football club, second in the league, um, and we should say that there are no real, really believable sources in this. The, no. One of the main stories came from the Evening Standard, and it started with, and you'll know this, uh, Charlie, as, as, as a man who's worked in um, mainstream. Uh, newspapers and whatnot before you was at the Telegraph yeah um, when, when the Evening Standard says the Evening Standard understands what does that actually mean it can mean a ton of things often things will come from player camps and can I, sorry can I ask you another question does it yeah. mean often mean it gives a, a newspaper an excuse to write a story that they don't know is true but they know will get Attention. Well, often, often the player will want a story written, or a player's agent rather will want a story written. So they'll get in touch with a journalist and say, "Look, you know, Carl Walker wasn't very happy about not starting on uh, on Saturday, and you know, we've had Man City in touch. So say no more. You know, you guys can join the dots, and that's all that a newspaper will need to then." take a story and run with it mm. or it might come from the club who are you know aren't pleased with the player or it might come from the club that are interested and they might say you know this guy's on our list for the summer so it's not going to hurt then to have a story in the press it might turn the player's head it might you know get them thinking about maybe they do want to move so there are loads and loads of sort of sources there are loads of little whispers and little sliding into various dms that, that happen now um so there is usually something, in my experience anyway, from what you know, conversations I've had with lots of sports journalists in the past, there's usually something Are in most not, of these stories. Isn't it in their best interest to believe that, though? Who, the journalists? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they'll take a tiny little thing and they'll run with it. Because you know, they're allowed of, to. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, they're not going to get what, sued or they, there's nothing... You know. And their bosses are not going to say, shit, you fucking wrote a story that was read by 15,000 people particularly now with social media you want the stories to be as sort of fantastical and yeah. you know to stir things up because you want retweets in your conversation also as long as you you know the newspapers can get away with it all the time just say sources say they don't have to get yeah. there so that they're yeah. undone I mean the, this thing that worried me was the Eric Dyer thing in the, in the Telegraph which is the second time that story's yeah. around saying that He's possibly open to it because he wants to play in midfield. And again, so don't, so don't, don't sell to rivals. I, think I mean, uh, just a couple of weeks ago on the fighting court, we were talking about how together everyone was. Mm. And one game 
and it kind of feels like oh, it's starting to fall apart. Well, also, we, you know, we've usurped the top four. You know, no one expected us to be in the top four this season. We, you know, when you looked at the predictions, it was, oh, Spurs will now bubble down to sixth or seventh like normal. Mm. You know, Man U are back, yeah. Chelsea are back, mm. yeah. Arsenal will get better, City, City have got, got Pep. You know, we're not supposed to be here. So in many ways, it suits, the, without sounding too conspiracy theory about things, like it suits everyone to sort of break this Spurs team up, to get everything back yeah. to normal. The only way you can break the Spurs team up is if you get rid of Pochettino. Cut the head off. Cut the head off. Exactly. Yeah, you cut, you, you know. Well, they've all said it. You know, Lloris had that interview a few weeks ago. He said, you know, my future is tied to Pochettino's. And I believe that is probably the case for a lot of them. Yeah. I think that um, regardless of what happened, I I think everyone, it's easy to forget that Walker, Rose, these were players of very raw material when, when Pochettino got hold of them and he turned them into the players that they are they have to be comp- internally grateful to him to, to be, be put into a situation where they're considered in Walker's instance, instance to be, to, to be a, 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 valid, a valid target for Barcelona because it strikes me in his very best games to be similar to Alves was uh, for, for, for Barcelona at that time but you know it's ultimately Pochettino Pochettino sat Rose down in his first um, meeting with him says if you believe in me if you trust me I'll make you an England international and I remember reading it at the time I was like you are having a fucking bubble <laughs> and you are I mean this shit don't happen to Tottenham players you don't turn Danny Rose at the time who was a bit of a joke I mean not, not you know that wasn't right but, but Spurs fans see him was a bit of a joke and his performances were average what all these players have currently is the best situation for them to to kick on and actually achieve glory the problem we've got is that it isn't always glory that drives well also we need to actually win like, we need to win and we need to actually get that glory because we need to win and be able to pay the promise, promise and being the most exciting young team in the country etc etc having all these plaudits is great but what's the next step? we're three years in the next yeah. step may be winning the league this year it might be running away with it next year yeah. I mean and the, I think the problem if there is a problem, is the fact that, you know, this might be really our best chance at a title when you consider where we... We said that last year. Where mm. we play, but, but where we play next season is more than likely going to be Wembley. And the season after that, you know, football history is littered with difficult first seasons in new stadiums. So we are potentially losing one of our biggest assets from next season onwards, which is this fortress that we now have... Mm. I mean, it is very annoying that the season we sort of become un- unbeatable at home is the, the last, last one. one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not as stressed about the Wembley thing as a lot of people seem to be. I think we've actually started playing quite well there, yeah. despite the results. Agreed. OK, David Pleat praises Jan Vertonghen for choosing uh, Tottenham Hotspur over Arsenal. This is quite nice. It's nice to um, have... One of those stories, which is the other way around, we all listened to all like the last twenty years. Manuel Petit, yeah, players that have chosen Arsenal or Chelsea over Spurs. So it's nice to have one of our key players captain. And hasn't he been amazing this season? I mean, he's my yeah, my, right. my favourite player. So I'm mm. always biased when it comes to the end, but mm. I'll, I'll be voting for him for Player of the Season. Another one, another one who they've all, apart from Alderweireld, who came in was amazing and has been amazing. Yeah. Another player who's, who's benefited massively from Pochettino. He was really good in his first season, though. Remember that? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. But he had a, a, a pretty yeah, awful season. Well, everybody had an awful yeah. season that that year. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I, I, again, he has he has benefited from this this newfound confidence and mm-hmm. togetherness and, and, and belief in each other. Um, uh, so yeah, it's good. How many is 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 Vertonghen's probably had a better career or, or a, an insurgency under Tottenham and Pochettino than he would have done under the kind of stagnation that Wenger's had over the last three years. Yeah, he um, he definitely seems to have. I think the moment that he clearly realised that like Tottenham is probably as good as it's getting get for him? me. Like yeah. he's not getting that move to Barca or yeah. wherever. Seems to have <laughs> coincided with him being like, right, I'm really gonna. You know, it looks to me like he wants to become a. A Spurs legend, you know, someone that's he's been here. You know, it's a long time he's been here. Five now. years, it's, yeah, his fourth, fifth season. I think if you compare his career trajectory with someone like Thomas Vermaelen, who was possibly a better mm. centre back, yeah. and you can see one went to Wenger, and where I don't even fuck. But to be fair, his injuries are bad. He's it's a Roma on loan. Roma is it? His yeah. injuries have been so bad. He hasn't played for Roma this season, has he? Right. Much not really. He didn't play for Barca for one. Fazio's keeping him out of the team, I think. Ted. Yeah. Spurs Deli Ali beats Kane Lukaku Sane to PFA Young Player of the Year. I think that's fair, isn't it? Better than Kane this year. It is weird that I mean I think the PFA. Sorry to bite in really quickly, no, but it's really weird right. that like Kane and Lukaku were nominated for Player of the Year and Ali wasn't. Mm-hmm. But Ali wins the Junior Award Doesn't despite the fact that these two guys are apparently good enough to be nominated for the actual award. It, the, the whole the whole thing's like really flawed. To be honest, like you could argue that Young Player of the Year should be sort of the breakthrough season, couldn't you? Which uh, is twenty four. Deli Ali could win this for five consecutive yeah. years. <laughs> and you know, Sana Young Player of the Year. I mean, he is a forty million pound footballer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I yeah. think the whole thing. <laughs> Michael Keane was nominated. He's, he's nearly twenty five. It's uh, ridiculous. Is he really? Yeah. Would you take him? In, uh, at Spurs next season because he, he I know big, big Harry Maguire at Hull he's, he's my boy yeah if we're going for like probably overrated English centre backs <laughs> Harry Maguire is the one Harry Maguire is my pick I can't have someone Fuck called Ben Turner Fuck can I, Michael can... Keane I'm big Harry Maguire all the way Ben Gibson uh, Harry Ben Gibson yeah. did I say Ben Turner can I make a, a going massive school. confession here I've never even heard of Harry Maguire <laughs> I didn't even know he was a professional oh, mate player. he's part of the resurgence at Hull he's great I'm sure he is. He's I'm really, I know scoring goals. He's about seven foot tall. Um, but yeah, it's um, <laughs> it is a weird one. I think what happens is you get one group or, or one way of allocating who should be up for the Premier Year, and then you get people voting, which is separate. Yeah, yeah. And also they vote at such a ridiculous time. Like they vote in like February or something. It's yeah. just done by post, so they have to get the vote out. It's done by post, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Can't you just email the pricks. Well, the crazy thing was I heard today Tweet that them. James Milner won Young Player of the Year four years after he made his debut in. The- <laughs> I know he made his debut at sixteen, but still, he'd been playing for four years when he finally won it. I mean, what a, what a season Alex had as well. I mean, it, was, it went under the radar, obviously, because of the result, but that was his 20th goal He's fantastic. of the season. I don't know there's the argument now that he basically plays as a striker, but he doesn't, he does play, he doesn't play as a striker. That's he's, not true. He's an attacking midfielder. He's and brilliant. he's just turned 21 years old. He's he is. Absolutely amazing. He is amazing. He's, our, he's going to become Zidane. He's so great. There's I nothing really he can't do. He's incredible. And he costs five mil. And he costs five mil. It's apparently better than a... He is, no, he is. I mean, clearly. Yeah. Let's, let's just no, I know, yeah. Put to bed now. I mean, based on this season alone, if you ask any Arsenal fan if they wanted Ali over Azil, they'd take No, they're stupid fuckers, though. They would still say that. Yeah, they would still say that. But might also maybe a moment for, uh, obviously, Friday's news about Ekio. Yes. We should yeah. pay respect there. Prepare, prepare, prepare me for that. But yeah, it, it was a terribly sad 
And I think that's uh, an element that we probably thing. underestimated how... I mean, I thought Pochettino looked, you know, understandably... Like more knackered and drawn. And well, so I heard. So I don't know. This is like people talk a lot, a lot of stuff. But Pochettino was one of the first people around when uh, when he collapsed and, uh, the day before he passed away. I, I was shocked. I was like massively yeah. like it was a. I mean, we're all pissed off about the football, and the fact that we actually haven't brought it up between until you mentioned it is is shameful because you kind of get caught up in your own what you want. Yeah, in life, and and then you think about his wife Gemma and the kids they've got. Got a young kid, yeah, he's uh, it's fucked. It's primary school, it's absolutely age. fucked. It's it's horrible. Um, and he sounded like such a you know every single you know you, you obviously get a lot of platitudes going around when someone passes away, but I I've, I've, I felt like the thing about the Hugo ones were that they were all very there was like detail to them, like mm. people could actually call out anecdotes and mm. you know genuine tangible things that made him a really great person and he you know some of the I thought that that Josh Onomar tweet that he he retweeted or quote tweeted mm. Ugo saying how proud he was he about his first, his first goal. goal and mm. Josh said you know I'm going to make you proud big man I, I think like obviously he never played for Spurs or anything I remember reading an interview with him when he was starting off his coaching and he, he was sort of going from club to club just sort of picking mm. things up and he shouted out he was like the way Tottenham are doing things is really exciting and then not long after he got appointed so I was always sort of kept half an eye on what they were doing and I'm sure Windy will tell you with the youth team it's not really about Either it's not about finishing top of it and winning. It's about how many players you're going to produce to the to the first team. And you know the great thing about what Pochettino has done is that connection with the academy again. And yeah. you know he was hopefully going to oversee you know Winks, Onoma, Cole, Peters, Carter, Vickers. Hopefully these guys will be you know, at the club for a long time. So and even um, was, uh, you know yeah. I think when you talk to guys that are that sort of are really involved with the younger teams, like a lot of the time as well, it's not just guys that make it at Tottenham. It's just creating professional football that yeah, can of course, go off yeah. and you know that's one thing we're doing a brilliant job now is that you look up and down the football league and there's guys that we've we've produced that are playing mm. all over which I you know really don't think was the case you know until quite recently yeah so yeah rest in peace Hugo absolutely massively uh, Tottenham Hotspur are reportedly keen to sign Newcastle United flop Florian where did where, where's that come from? And where, where, who put that in there? I put it there. I want, so it's just, I want sources. I don't, I, know what it, I, don't, I don't know what it means. Well, what, just, what do you want us to say? I just thought it's interesting that we it? um, we being linked. How old is he? Uh, Twenty six. That we're going to be linked. I guess that was a while guess but we're going to we're linked with another. Is he a fullback? No, he's an no, attacking midfielder. Great. He's a winger. Another so French. After so we, yeah, we have, we haven't learned the lesson from Sissoko, so we're like, fuck it, let's try again. They're not all the same. No, no French French forwards are very like Musa Sissoko. It is going to be really interesting to see what sort of player we go after this. <laughs> okay, so um, it was Ben. Uh, ben, who's been on the podcast before, I think he's got inside N17. Yeah, um, he he came up with a couple of. Injuries. I generally don't respond to any any conversation about Tottenham. Don't ever. like um, transfer spec either, do you? No, no, not really, only because it's just yeah, silly. No, no it's, it's not silly. If someone will get something from it, then then they're fine. But. I, it, 98% I've just pulled that out of the air 98% <laughs> of transfer news doesn't come off so yeah. it's just like, what, like all that stuff about Douglas Costa yeah oh, that was ridiculous yeah, it, yeah exactly but this is like widely reported news as news 
this is fact or, or, or that Spurs are interested I mean you, with that like you just said a bit, as obviously he's looking for a new contract from Bayern so he's going to shout sort of every half decent team mm-hmm. who are doing well yeah, like, if, if Bayern can't pay his wages we're not going to yeah. I mean so Zaha Barkley those are more likely Tom kind Wilf. of I'm all in for Wolf. He's impressed me massively this he's year. He's been superb. Yeah, it's just not. It isn't just that he's he's been. It's not like he scored X amount of goals in in X amount of performances. The stats will tell you. It's the way he's controlled games internationally. Um, just the kind of goals he's scoring. It's just something mercur- mercurial about. Talking him. to Palace fans as well. You know, they talk about the step up he's made into being a leader and being consistent, flexible as well. He's become—he's not just a winger. He came kind of—he's morphing into that kind of bail player that can play across. That's a good comparison. And exactly, he strikes me of the kind of player Bale was. Yeah, speed and speed and power. And under Pochettino, and under Pochettino, you think that that player could go to the again? We talk about this next level. Pochettino as long as plays, Zaha's already very good. But under Pochettino, he could. Yeah, really still 24. It's got another level in the These athletes who all of a sudden just realise that they've got more power, more pace, and yeah. more strength. Like Bale, he just all of a sudden he just went, "Fuck me, I can just run yeah, past yeah. and <laughs> blast this ball in whenever I want." Uh, we've got some questions. Uh, Rodeo Rex on Reddit. He says the year is 2082, and the Premier League viewing figures have dropped below Lawn Bowls. What would you do to, to spice things up? Do I care? Do we care about other Premier League viewing figures? If we still like it, why do we, we'll I don't dead. care. I don't care with. Uh, I don't care about the viewing figures all around the yeah, world. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. No draws. Yeah, just a winner on the day. Do you remember when um, they launched the MLS and they they thought yeah. draws would be a bad idea? So they but they didn't want to do penalty shootouts. So they did like the hockey goals where you. Well, so there was no draws and you had to do that. Well, they, in a league they, game. They thought yeah. about this, so you could no draw. No game could end as a draw. But instead of doing penalty shootout, like in hockey, you, ice hockey, one you one. get the ball and you run with it. I'm sure I saw Inter Milan do that in a preseason friendly one. Maybe Robert Keane missed. I'm sure I remember they tried it out in the preseason. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think making um, fights between fans as a part of the entertainment. <laughs> so before, instead of having like warm-ups, you just put twenty fans on on, on the pitch and get them to fight. Or paint guns. Everyone in the stadium's got paintball guns. Yeah. I mean, if, if if the if the viewing figures are lower than lawn bowls, which is essentially no one. It's quite good, man. If you if you ever what? if you ever end up watching lawn bowls, it's quite good. You can't watch law. Oh, you mean if you go down the local park? Yeah, I it's, you meant it's on TV. TV. It's been on TV. I've seen it. And I've played yeah, it I think as well. I've seen it on TV. At, at university, we got a load of beers oh, and we went to the oh. lawn bowls and we we thought we'd. It was just one of those things. Seem your t- it doesn't seem like a competitive sport by now. I can't really imagine you're like. It was just one of those things that you got up to at university. <laughs> <laughs> Most people were borderline cashing aids at university, and you were lawn bowling. We took a shit. <laughs> we took a shitload of beer, made a day of it. We just thought, and every now and then we'd do like an activity. Let's go play pitch and putt. This will be love. <laughs> Let's go play lawn bowls. It's really good. You got anyway. Fucking hell, it's a good. It's quite good to play. I haven't played it in years. I'm stopping. To, I'm stopping talking. No, keep going. <laughs> what, what do you really like? If we don't say anything here, <laughs> <laughs> but I would. Um, I don't know how I would spice up the Premier. Can we move on to the next question? Because this is an excellent question. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know the answer to Radio Rex. But thanks for sending that. Yeah, sorry, Radio Rex. Yes. Simon, no, no draws is my answer. Simon Fraser, Facebook says, "Would you rather be Kane's stepdad or Janssen's biological?" <laughs> I mean, there's there's, 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 a, there's, it's, that, there's a lot in that question. It's very simple. Like in in Nine words. He's 
he's created um, a, a platform for uh, untold answers. Because like, firstly, if you had a choice between a biological son and a stepson, naturally you're going to want to, you know, it's your DNA, it's your, it's your, it's your blood. Yeah. But he happens to be Janssen. <laughs> uh, but, oh, but he's not like... He's a murderer. Or a failure. He's, an, he's a 22-year-old international So far. thing is, Kane might not... As being Kane's stepdad, he might not love you as much as you'd love him anyway. He'd love his real dad more, so... Yeah. He might hate you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be very Kane. He'd only hate you if you'd been bad. If you'd been, like, like just sort of took the picky. Well, you've been having sex with his mum. All his life. <laughs> Yeah, that is an issue. Yeah, as it depends a, on what stage you become a stepdad as well. I mean, I, I'm technically a stepdad. I mean, that might surprise oh, yeah. you. You've got, I've yeah. got two stepchildren, but it's only step if you get married. They're just kids. Just a weird <laughs> uncle at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie, I'm not a weird uncle. I, I, I've I went to Legoland last week. Did you? Actually. I tell you what, what a fucking rip-off. That place. What a racket, eh? It is a racket. <laughs> it costs 120 quid to get in, that was for 40% what, off. What, just to, to get step in. foot into the park? Yeah, 120 quid. That's the For free. all of you, though? Yeah. How many... The two kids and Mrs. and me. Uh, 40% off that was with. So what's 40%? What's 100%? 120 add 40%. So 240 quid. Two hundred. Just, just do half price. This is round up. No, no, but imagine how much you have to pay if you don't yeah. have the offer. It's a holiday, man. It's a fucking holiday. But that ain't it, though. So you spend your whole time, these kids, in becoming indoctrinated into the way of Lego. And at the end, it's the biggest Lego shop you've ever seen. Uh. And the kids are like... I want some Lego and you're like Lego's expensive as well but it's alright because if you're giving them Lego they're learning and, and, they're, and their cognitive brain is working I, I don't have a problem building. with that they're building future architects yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so you'd probably you'd probably go with okay, stepdad as stepdad of the year yeah, if it was Harry Kane I'm not, uh, yeah um, I'd go Vince biological I just think, like, when he finally, when it clicks, oh, that's my boy, and yeah, I helped him. Yeah, yeah. It could then, be like, oh, that's, that's my stepson, like, no one cares. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not his real dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Oh, I think <laughs> also, if, if Kane's... Oh, real, I'm, I'm definitely not there. If Kane's it. biological dad is still around, then... Oh, exactly, then you're... But if one. he's not around, then you might be the hero, then, because yeah. you've, like, come in and, like, doing right by his lovely mum, mm, you're the dad he never had. Yeah. You know... We could go on a night with this Because I'd rather be Janssen's biological dad because I'd be quite proud of my son putting on a Tottenham shirt, even if he is one of our worst ever strikers. I'd be still be proud of him. Yeah. He's not one of our worst ever strikers. Exactly. Yeah. He is. I can think of five worse. Who is? Right now. Raz- five, five worse than Go. Yeah. Raziak. Yeah. We had uh, Simon Booth play for us for sure. Andy, 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 Andy Booth. Andy Booth. Yeah. Andy Booth. Uh, Sergi Rebrov. Yeah. Held a Postiga. He's done it, he's got one more. And we're going to have to go for Soldado. There you go. No, fuck off. Soldado weren't worse than Janssen. He scored more goals than Janssen. So. Well, he's, he was there longer. We'll see. He was there longer. But and he was in his prime. He, he did well, though, apparently. to be fair, Ted. He was in his prime. That's 28 years old. We saw him in his prime. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was in his prime. Um, yeah, I, I still, I mean, if, if I had Kane from a small boy and saw him grow up to be the man he is you'd be windy <laughs> <laughs> yeah right I'll take Janssen 
Anyone up? Any other answers? No, I said Janssen. Okay, Janssen. Uh, Mobbed Beal on Twitter, he says, My son was born on the 21st of April. Oh, wow. And we fucked the end of the season in 2016. Sorry. My, my son was born on the 21st of April 2016 and we fucked the end of the season. He was one last Friday and is it his fault? Is an exorcism, exorcism a bit harsh? Yeah, give him to someone else so he can be someone else. Someone else could be his stepdad and maybe he would turn into Harry Kane. What you're saying, give away your son. <laughs> saying call the service. Call social. Or, or He's not call, yeah, exactly, unhappy yeah. with the level yeah, of parenting yeah, from I'm saying call social services. I changed. I'm also. I'm a bit. I, I think I've, I've got something in common with this kid. That is, uh, is he one of Ian's sons? Oh, no. <laughs> we haven't um, won the FA Cup since I was born. So I kind of feel that maybe I'm the curse. We've had maybe two, I need two to glorious be, League Cups. Maybe I need to be exercised. Keep them close. Yeah. I think that might be it. I, I, I mean. I don't think it's the, your boy's fault. No. Like, just no. like, let's lay that at rest. It's not. No. It's not. No. Not your son's fault. Um, but it might be. I, don't, just, think, <laughs> I don't think it is. Maybe it may. Maybe he because he's he's only one. Maybe just move his birthday yeah. so that he never knows. Well, hold on, he's one and we come third. He's two. Two. He comes second. No, no. Oh, no, he's no. one when we oh. he's born. Oh. He's born. He's going to get worse every year. He's one when we become second. Oh, it doesn't. Mean. No, no. It's, oh. And when he's three, come twelve. No, when he's two, <laughs> you win the league. Um, yeah. It could be. But I would all, just move his birthday. All, all I would say is don't don't discount the fact that this could be all your fault, Mobs Mobs uh, Bill. Uh, it could be, um, but I guess ultimately you. If you have a good relationship with your son, then it's worth it. Yeah, it's more important than than Tottenham and all of our feelings. There's nothing that your son can do or say or but that would change Tottenham. There's nothing that we can say here that will affect the result going forward. I don't know. You've had a good go. <laughs> and Pickford, who should have been nominated, it was nominated for goalkeeper of the season. Who you just just declared as. <laughs> Maybe I was a bit harsh, but he's <laughs> not very good. He's not all that. What are you oh. about? He's been nominated as the goalkeeper of the season by people that understand football and watch so much more than you do. <laughs> just, just say I, I was wrong about Pickford. I won't say uh, no. He's getting relegated. He's going down. Oh, and it's all his fault, definitely. It's all his fault. It is all his fault. learn how to catch. Okay, this has been uh, the fighting cop. Thank you so much, Charlie, for coming down again. Oh, it's a pleasure. You always have to end up coming on when. Uh, Misery strikes. It does. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. Uh, but it's always it's lovely to see boys. Yeah. Lovely to meet Ted. Yeah. Ted, um, we well, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it, but we were talking about obviously you're you're, you're an EastEnders mm-hmm. and you're an actor. Mm-hmm. How long have you been an actor? Well, when did you want to get into it? Um, I've been doing it for money for about five years. And before then, you was doing I, it. I for wanted to. I wanted, did tricks, it because I wanted. Yeah, for tricks. <laughs> <laughs> did it because I wanted to be, be professional. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Be professional. But so. tricks before it. Yeah, tricks before. Magic it. tricks. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, and and one of the other things is where, where every time you come on and your tweet, I had a great time uh, recording on on up the shirt, and it will get favourited. Yeah. Because it gets favourited by your your fans. I don't want to say anything. I'm going to get you in trouble, but. Um, there are some really interested fans of EastEnders. Yeah, people, people like love they're it. massively into it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I get included in these favourites, and, <laughs> and 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 I mean they're really into it. It's check out their avatars and go see what they're about. Yeah, of course, because you know I'm interested and I'm interested <laughs> in the world you live in, Ted. And um, you know it's it's great to have you on. 
Thank you. It's always good to come on. So, have you ever been offered to do like strictly come dancing or anything like that? I haven't um, at the moment. While I'm under contract, Eastenders, I, I won't get those kind of offers. But one day when I leave Eastenders, who knows? Maybe I will get those kind of offers. So, gun against your head. Which reality show are you choosing? Celebrity Big Brother. Strictly, I'm a celeb. I'm a celeb. Yeah, I, I would say I'm a celeb. Got to be absolutely. I, I, I can't dance, and I think if you're going to go on one of those shows, I think you need to try and get far to win. Yeah, because you're so, otherwise you're just. I'm, a I'm, I sound like Bardi here, but not being able to dance. What a great skill to pick up. Well, great, exactly. That'd be really good to learn. Yeah, but if you, get, if you get voted off in that first or second week, I mean, it's, I reckon I you've still know. had enough training with the dancer to like come away at You've least really thought about it, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. Because yeah. if you go, I'm a celebrity. You're going to have what? to eat <laughs> That's the thing. I'm a celebrity. They make you eat some nasty stuff. Well, you, yeah. what, do you mean nasty stuff like testicles, cows? Anus, well, you'd have a problem. I think I'd have more fun just... when I'm a celebrity. I mm. think I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to. It will catapult you to a new uh, <laughs> you audience. You're, as well. you're already mm. too big for celebrity big brother as yeah. it stands mm. now. Oh yeah, you no, you've got you're on a downward spiral yeah. In, in, yeah. in celebrity. Don't do that. That's no. Jamie O'Hara. Uh, yeah, Last scene, trying pain. to fight a fan in a non-league game playing yeah. with Billericay Town. Exactly. So, so it's, you know, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible weird that he's person. 30 years old and playing with Billericay. What a waste. It is a waste because he, I, I saw him play very well for Spurs against West Ham away and we won. He was probably, I've seen in an interview, he was like, I got, I got, as soon as I got my 20 grand a week contract, it was just like... What an idiot. You sound like a fucking dick. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Squabbling over... Bianca Gascoigne and Telly but even that, <laughs> even, even that I, I kind of look, you can't not be the human being you are that's true yeah. you can't not be but like, you do you Jamie don't listen to us <laughs> it's, 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 it's just the wrong people around him not saying you're being a dick mm. like, whenever Barty's a dick we tell him I mean he could have stayed at Spurs and become a left wing back <laughs> he would have done all right. Maybe the FA Cup right. semi-final. He'd probably have done better than some. Would have done all right oh. on that bombshell. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll see done you. everything. <laughs> we will see you next week after a glorious, glorious two results against Palace and, more importantly, Arsenal at White Hart Lane. This is going to be, could be the biggest game we've we've potentially ever had at White Hart Lane. The penultimate game. And fucking smash them against yeah. those arse. Come on, you Spurs! Come on! Spurs! This turkey's no longer the big dog. Look, he is. I'm not a big dog. You are. I'm just a main dog. Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.